Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. Watch out. Yeah, talking about way out there. Bayheim! Wow, does that silence it a little bit? Schrader takes. It's a two-man rush. Schrader steps Stop up. It. Pop pass up the middle. Got Tucker's it. got it. Room to run. 15, 10. Hit, oh. hit in. Gregory, touchdown. The Bills make me want to Allen looks to his left. Fires left side. In go to the end zone. Stephon Diggs makes the catch. Touchdown, Buffalo. Swing in the miss. It is over. The Boston Red Sox. Baseball's best all season long. They have won it all. This is On the Block. Yeah, I was driving home yesterday, so I heard some of your show. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brent. Thank you. Thanks, Brent. Two, one. Here's X-Men. ESPN Radio 97.7, Radio. Heard on 96.5 FM. Heard wherever you are, whatever you are doing. It's a a moisty day out there in central New York today. I just, yes, I just made up that word. It's a moisty day. It's, It's hot. It's humid. It's summer, 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 summer time. It's a little hint uh, for the draft today, by the way, as we'll get to shortly. So uh, if you're out and about and uh, sweating out there in the queues or wherever you're listening today, the ESPN app is a great way to keep in touch. You're at the beach. You're walking the dog. You're d- get outside, for the love of God. Come on. Summertime. Summer lasts about, you know, five or six days around here. So you might as well enjoy it and enjoy it on the ESPN app. You got it right on your uh, smartphone there, smart guy. So pull up the app. Listen to us wherever you go, whatever you do there. And if you are taking us in in those ways, infiltrating your ears, uh, th- that's great. I mean, that this is a radio show. At the heart of it, it is on the sign on the door, the sign right here to my left, which you cannot see, hint to what we're about to promote. It says ESPN Radio. This is a radio show. But see, this is a multimedia operation around here. Because not only can you listen to this program, you can watch this program. You can watch it at QSportsTalk.com, a magical website where you can watch a man in front of a microphone talk about sports. You can participate in the live chat throughout the show. You don't even have to see when you call, and you're welcome to do so at 437-7644. Hit me on Twitter, Brent Axe Media. I mean, you're getting one or two comments in there, and that's it. And you got to wait till tomorrow. It's like a donut. You have a donut? It's like. You have another donut, but you shouldn't have much more than that. The chat at QSportsTalk.com, it's an all-you-can-eat sports buffet. We don't judge. Talk sports. You don't even have to talk about what I'm talking about. You guys, as they tend to do in the chat, for those of you that hang in the chat at QSportsTalk.com, they just kind of take on a life of their own. I just kind of weave in there once in a while. Like, what are you guys doing, right? So that is another great way to take in the show, however you're doing it today. We greatly appreciate it, and you know how to participate, as mentioned, on the phones at 437-7644, Brent Axe Media, or the chat at QSportsTalk.com. Believe it or not, uh, you probably do believe it, uh, knowing Uncle Brent's summer schedule, but this is our last show of the week. I have tomorrow and Friday off. I uh, actually have stuff to do tomorrow, not just uh, 
you know, hitting the golf course, although there'll be plenty of that in, in the days to come here with uh, summer officially on board. So it is draft day. The last show of the week, as you know, is draft day. And seeing as it is just past the first day of summer, pretty easy. Layup uh, for us today, we are going to draft the Mount Rushmore of summer things. So Josh Jackson and I will participate in that. You will participate in that in the chat at QSportsTalk.com. That is a very broad topic, and we like that because it opens up a lot of possibilities. So be thinking about that for later in the show. A couple other things we'll get to throughout the afternoon. I'm sure many of you have seen it in downtown. If you have not seen it, please go see it. There is an amazing mural that is going up uh, downtown Syracuse. It'll be officially dedicated uh, later on this evening, and it celebrates the history of not only basketball, the rich history of basketball here in Syracuse, New York, but those that fought for social justice, those that broke barriers, and those that advanced not only the game, but really society in a way. So we are excited about that, that it's happening. We played a small role in that on this show. We we, we brought people together to make things happen on this show. So uh, we're proud of that and we're uh, thrilled that it's happening. Also a day where we learned the 2022 class of the Greater Syracuse Sports Hall of Fame. So listen, you don't know where you're going unless you know where you've been and you celebrate your history and there's some big names involved in both of those projects. So we will discuss that a little bit later on in the program. Hot takes will take us to a pivotal game four in the Stanley Cup tonight. Whoever wins tonight wins the Cup. It is that simple. I feel Tampa's momentum, the way they won game three, just the veteran-laden, smart hockey team they are, the goaltending situation with Colorado, a lot of things. I do think Colorado is going to win this game, and I have a very specific reason why Colorado is going to win this game and therefore win the Cup and therefore verify Uncle Brent's prediction that the Avalanche take this in six. I get no pleasure in saying that given the Syracuse crunch connections with the Lightning, but whoever wins tonight wins the Cup. It is that simple, and we will discuss that. Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA, hit the microphone today, said a couple interesting things, and why are the Yankees pushing this hard to take Aaron Judge to arbitration? I understand the hesitancy to give him that contract that he wanted in the back-and-forth game, the stare-down going down between the Yankees and Aaron Judge right now, but just give him what he wants. <laughs> I mean, this, I get the process, and that's why it's set up that way, but I don't know. This, this could turn out to be something the Yankees regret in a lot of ways because he's going to win, first of all, at arbitration, and why even, why even bother with that? So we will discuss later on in the program. It is List Magazine and preview season in the world of college football, and our friend Phil Steele had some interesting notes about Syracuse that we will get into. So all that to come, plus your thoughts throughout the afternoon. But uh, we start a little bit as as we started yesterday's show with the NBA draft coming up tomorrow. Uh, We won't be here tomorrow or Friday, so we wanted to get a few things in on the NBA draft this week. Now, I don't think Buddy Beheim is going to get selected. I've been wrong before but it just doesn't seem to add up in a lot of ways. He is a top 100 player. The Athletic, ESPN, a few other draft analysts uh, that make these kind of the big board, as they call it in these lists, he's a top 100 prospect. He's in the 90s in all of those rankings. There's only 58 picks in the draft. So as they say, all it takes is one team to fall in love with. Well, Buddy Beheim would have to be Cupid at this point 
and shoot an arrow into the heart of an NBA GM to make somebody fall that much in love with him, in my opinion. And that's not a knock on Buddy. That's just the deep field of players he's in. It's the NBA draft. It's the best of the best. You're competing against not only the best in college in the one-and-done world, and you get through that list, then you get the players that have been around for a few years, the position he plays, of course, all the G League guys. Remember the G League thing, that they go to the G League and then get drafted? Of course, all the uh, international players that are in the draft. Like, it's a crowded field. If you don't get drafted, it just means you're – according to some experts who are very wrong about these things, not one of the top 58 players in this particular draft. There is a path through the summer league. There is a path through the G league to still make the league. But I would be stunned if I heard his name called tomorrow. So as I brought up on yesterday's show, and it's created a little bit of an interesting discussion, and I've gotten some interesting feedback in a lot of ways on that, but the, the numbers are what they are. I mean, my opinion is what it is, and you can go back and look at certain things, and you can counter this argument in a lot of ways. But when Buddy Beheim and Cole Swider do not get drafted tomorrow, in my opinion, that is two draft picks in five years. One in the first round, Tyler Lydon in 2017, and one in the second round in 2020 with Elijah Hughes. That, to me, is not a five-alarm, you know, siren emojis fire here. Like, oh, my God, the program's going to fall in on itself. But it is a sign that things are starting to tail off. It is a sign that, to me, as I said yesterday, you have to renew these things. You've got to put players on that stage on draft night shaking Adam Silver's hand. It's just a reiteration of what the program is. You can only live on the past for so long. The reason these elite programs are what they are is they constantly renew this. It's like a car registration. Every couple of years, you got to renew that thing. The Syracuse cannot be driving around like, hey, look at that, 2014. You see that? Remember Carmelo Anthony, 2003? This is 20, this, it's almost 20 years ago, right? Now, that all being said, Uncle Brent wanted to be fair about these things, as I try to be fair about these things. As you know, a very embedded, smart, and authoritative voice has guided us through these NBA draft conversations the past few years. He is our deep throat. We call him the scout who knows because he knows. The scout who knows has rarely guided us in the wrong direction. And what I like about the scout who knows as we have told you on the show before, is a working NBA scout for a Western Conference team who just gives it to me straight. Now, most scouts will do that. Some scouts are biased, though, in the sense that they've been scouting certain players. They want their guys to get picked. They're going to try and sell it a little bit and get their team to believe in this guy. Like, I found that guy. That's my guy. That's who I was watching, right? The scout, who knows? He's just going to... What's interesting, as you're about to hear his insight, is he'll tell me, okay, here's what I think about this guy and what I would do if I was the GM, but here's what the the buzz is, okay? So just to be fair about these things, wanted to check in on, now Cole Swider's not getting picked, but he's out there. He's gone through 12 workouts. The Lakers worked him out twice, okay? So 
he's at the very least in the conversation here that if he doesn't get picked, he's I'm giving away what the scout who knows said, but you know, he's going to be in the mix even if he doesn't hear his name called tomorrow night, which he's not going to. Let's be honest here. So here we go. Latest intel from the scout who knows on Buddy Bayheim. Brent, to be honest, I've talked to a couple of GMs and assistant GMs, and they all like Buddy. And they're very surprised he's not in any draft conversations. I don't know how well he worked out for other teams, but I think he's a mid-second round pick, maybe even early second round. Once you get past pick 35 or so, there is not allowed out there that's better than Buddy. I mean, that's pretty darn good, right? That is high praise from Buddy, and I will remind you that when we checked in last year with the scout who knows, he definitively said that if Buddy was in last year's draft, not only would he have gotten picked, he probably could have snuck in at the end of the first round, early second round, but said 100% he would have gotten picked. Very interesting. So he likes Buddy. He's seen Buddy. He sees the game. He sees a path, be it through the G League, through the Summer League, somehow, some way, to make the league. Doesn't think he's going to get picked. Doesn't think he's in the mix. But the interesting thing that he said there, and this is where these scouts, this is where these GMs, this is where people that really watch the league and know the league make their money, is what he just said there. Past pick 35, okay, whatever you draw the line, wherever that line is, it's a toss-up, right? He picks it at about 35, so that's just past the first round. So what's the difference between Buddy Beheim and, you know, I can go through a, a number of those names there. So there's the intel on Buddy. Now, I don't think Cole is going to get picked. But I said, listen, Cole's had 12 workouts. The Lakers seem to like him enough to bring him back for another workout. What are you hearing there? The scout who knows. He's interesting. Definitely will definitely will be a summer league guy and G League, even a potential two-way contract. I think people would like to see him on the defensive end playing man-to-man, common thing we hear about Syracuse players, right, to see how he handles it. He obviously has ideal size and can shoot, but there are question marks out there. That's why I think he'll get a two-way undrafted contract. So that is the straight-to-the-bare-bones basketball analysis of these two. Now, the thing that Buddy and Cole have is obvious. They can shoot. Cole has size. Buddy has size. Can they find their way onto a roster? Can they find their way onto a roster, and I'm talking be it G League or NBA, where you just you have that assigned role. Off the bench, 10 to 12 minutes, need a shooter, can come in, I think, the Kevin Herter example is out there. You can make a few other comparisons there. But can you do that in a league that values shooting, in a league that values players that can – you have to have that marked skill. You have to stand out on something. There's literally 100 guys in this draft that can shoot. What else can you bring? Are you that good of a shooter that I'll work on everything else? I can work on this. I see your flaws in other games. I'm willing to overcome that and work on it and, and round out the edges here? Or 
could what the scout who knows said kind of work against Buddy and what really separates him and what separates Cole from that, you know, the pool of players from 35 on? Are you, do you start getting into percentages? Do you start getting into defensive matchups? And, and Cole's got some really good numbers. Mike Waters wrote a great piece today that kind of laid out some of his numbers that may make him stand out, not enough to get drafted, but enough to give a hard look in the summer league and give a hard look in the G League to say, can you just be a part of this? By the way, this is a good opportunity to remind, as much as I reminded, and I think it's fair to remind that the draft picks have kind of dried up the past few years. And whether or not that gets going again, look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know enough about Judah Mintz and Chris Bunch and the incoming class Maybe Jesse Edwards can work his way into that draft conversation. I think he's got every opportunity to do so next year. To sit here and try and project the 2023 draft, I mean, these guys do it, but it's silly. Short of a few guys, like we were hearing about Chet Holmgren, we were hearing about Jabari Smith, and we were hearing about Paulo Bencaro last year. You know, Short of that list of you know four, five, six guys that from the minute they arrive, the clock is ticking on just what their NBA draft status is going to be, whether you're a top five pick, top ten pick or not. Once you get past those standouts, there's opportunities for players to take advantage of the platform that college basketball still gives them. I know the G League's out there. I know there's that. There's other paths out there. What is that, overtime, elite, or that other league where you know, you know you don't have to go to college, basically. College basketball will still give you the biggest platform to show your stuff and work your way into that conversation. So there is an opportunity there, and I would love to discover in the fall that one of these incoming freshmen has it or some buzz starts to build, or I'll start reading some of those 2023 lists, as you will, in the next few days. And credible, this is always kind of a oxymoron in a way, but credible draft analysts, the guys that put in the work, that go to the tournaments, that talk to scouts, talk to GMs that are connected, start building up buzz on a certain player. So will the drought end next year or within the next couple of years? Uh, shout out to my guy Jim Reith who asked me this question on Twitter today. Will the drought end before Bayheim retires? That's a great question. And I don't know the answer to that. I'm not going to pretend to know the answer to that and say, oh, hell yeah, man, this guy coming in next year, boom, he's going first round, no doubt. That pipeline's not there. I do want to remind, though, the G League is not a dirty word. The Summer League is not a dirty word. That's professional basketball. I still think you need those draft picks that get picked, that stand out, that are in the league, that you can point to, the Jeremy Grants of the world. O'Shea Brissett is a great story. That's something that this coaching staff should sell and say, look, Look at O'Shea. Look at the work he put in. Look how he worked on his game, found a way, got signed by the Pacers, stuck in the league, right? Like, those are great stories, but you can't sell those as a path. You can sell those as feel-good stories, but you can't necessarily sell that as that's why you should come to Syracuse, right? But you should still, hey, listen, there's another way. Here's what's behind door number four over here. It can be done. But the G League, the Summer League, some of these other options that are out there, those aren't dirty words. 
So if that's where Buddy and Cole end up, they're professional basketball players. But it does circle back to the point I made yesterday. I still feel like in order to keep up with the Joneses and whatever you want to label it, be labeled an elite ACC program, a top-tier program in college basketball, in the ACC, no matter wherever you want to draw your lines here, you've got to renew certain things because they're not keeping pace in the ACC, I looked up the, and if you know, put as much credibility into this as you want. We can look up Sweet 16 teams, Final Four teams. You know, I, I can bend and twist the numbers all we want here. But the Tide looked up just top 25, the final poll of this past college basketball season. With the exception of Purdue, who was number 10, who, like Syracuse, their last first-round pick, was five years ago. Just going through the list here. Illinois, whose last first-round pick was 2012. St. Mary's, the great story of the tournament, who, or not St. Mary's, St. Peter's, uh, pardon me, who's never had a a first-round pick, understandable. St. Mary's, whose last first-round pick was 1988, and Iowa, whose last first-round pick was 1998, every school on that list has had a first-round draft pick within the last five years. Syracuse has not been in the top 25 poll since, I believe, 2018. You guys can look that up and see if I'm wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's the last time they were in the poll. Not being in the poll that long, and that's starting to expire, that's an issue. Not having a first-round pick in five years when previous to that, the 10-year run before that, you had 10 first-round picks, 9 of 10 drafts, including two first-round picks in the same year, 2012, Fab Mello and Deion Waiters, reverse order in how they were picked. You were on a run there. You could boast that. You could say, hey, man, you're a top prospect that's thinking about the NBA draft. We have a path to the NBA for you. Here it is. You can't say that right now. You can say it historically. You can say it and round out some examples, and that's what good recruiters do. In the last five years, it hasn't happened. So all I'm saying is at some point here, you've got to renew certain things. If not, you're selling other aspects of the program. But that's one of the top-tier sellers there. That's one of the things that you sell more than anything for that top-tier talent. Now, it's not – Jim Beheim's job primarily to send players to the NBA. It's his job to win games at Syracuse and bring in the right players to win games at Syracuse. Maybe you get away from the one and done guys. Maybe you get away from a certain philosophy because it doesn't work for you. You've got to mix that all together. You've got to figure out what works for you, what works for the players, how you factor in the transfer portal, how you factor in name, image, and likeness, and this crazy world of college sports that we're in today. All that's got to be put in the pool. But tomorrow, the drought will continue. And what that reaction will be from that is going to be interesting. Scout, who knows, likes both of those guys. And they've got a shot to carve out something in the professional world. It's just not going to be as draft picks, in my opinion. And on that note, we'll break. We'll come back, and we can certainly continue this conversation as we get ready for the draft tomorrow. All those other things we're going to discuss out there today. Looking forward to hearing from you on all of it at 437-7644.
on Twitter, Brent Axe Media, or as mentioned, the live chat at QSportsTalk.com, where you guys can opine as much as you'd like throughout the show. And don't forget, our friends on QSportsTalk.com, when we go to radio breaks, they do not. We keep the mics on, we keep the camera on, we keep talking to you guys during radio breaks. Let's see how the markets did today, as our friends from Lee Baldwin and company tell us that about this time every day. And uh, Bill is going to drop some knowledge on us here on uh, June twenty second, 2022. Bill, how do we get over the on this Wednesday? A lot of twos today. Was that a good sign for the market? Uh, we didn't go down much, so that's a good sign. After a 2% rally yesterday, we were set to open down 400 points this morning, but only finished down 48. So we'll, we'll kind of take it as a win today. Uh, plenty of diamonds, uh, one you wouldn't expect. Uh, Winnebago was a big diamond today, up 5%, reported a record third quarter, even with these high oil prices. So people are still uh, traveling in Winnebago. Don't even want to think about how much it costs to fill one of those up these days, Bill, but God bless you for doing it. A normal car is $70, so what's a Winnebago? You take out a loan for it. I was going to say, that's uh, a mortgage payment right there. Yep. And then on the downside, some of our reopening trades have uh, kind of fizzled. Airbnb was down 2% on a uh, downgrade. Um, to be honest, I think they're going to have a great summer. Everyone wants to uh, travel and uh, have, a, have a normal summer vacation, but I think we're all going to have to spend a little more money. It's going to cost a little more money than we expect. And that's it today. Thank you, Bill. Always appreciate it, my friend. You can find Lee Baldwin and company in Casnovia. You can find him in Utica. You can find him at LeeBaldwin.com. For all the info, so you have all the diamonds and none of the dogs on your portfolio. We'll break. We'll come back. You're on the block. ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. All right, here we go. Welcome back. You're on the block. ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. Is this our first Wednesday draft? I I believe it is. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's our our first Wednesday draft. So uh, regular listeners of the program know we love to end the week with a draft. And we don't just do a draft on this show. We like to combine the radio tropes. Okay, We draft a Mount Rushmore on this show. Uh, Yeah, we're doing a draft on Wednesday because I am off tomorrow and I am off on Friday. So... First ever Wednesday draft. Uh, we determined draft order earlier. We are going to snake draft it today. We're mixing everything up today. We actually determined draft order. We're going to snake draft it. And we have an analyst <laughs> in studio for the draft. So if you're watching on QSportsTalk.com, let me address the and introduce the panel. Of course, you know me. There is Josh to my left. Hello, Josh. How's it going? There is Jackson, who we thought today was Jackson's last day. But uh, rumor has it, sources say he will be in attendance on Monday. Monday as official well. last day. Can confirm. Can confirm. Back on Monday. Okay. <laughs> That's official. That's official. <laughs> Lock okay. <laughs> and uh, what a nice surprise! As I'm hanging out before the show, talking to these schlubs, and I hear Professor Axe, and here's Lauren. Hi. In studio. Hang on. I can't believe you, you hung out this long. I know. With, with all these guys. I said I was going to do something by 5, and I looked at my phone, and it was 5.15. <laughs> Time just flies when you're it's, having fun. There's got to be so many better things you could be doing <laughs> than hanging out with I'll us. be honest. Yeah. A great company, great air conditioning. I, there's not much more <laughs> you want. There you go. 
There you go. So Lauren, one of my former students uh, who is friends with Jackson, and they were here and doing some things, and we're like, well, let's put her to work because usually we kind of analyze the draft as we go, but I'm like, let's bring in an analyst, right? Coming in, yeah. that's. She had some great thoughts about the summer earlier, so <laughs> we are going to make our picks, and Lauren is going to analyze the draft as we go here. All right, so order is this. Josh, me, Jackson, but because it's a snake draft, these two get to make two picks in a row at certain points. I do not because I'm kind of, as the song says, stuck in the middle with you. Right, so because we had a bit of a democracy today and actually determined the draft order in a fair way and you didn't get the first pick, we had to put in a snake draft. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) There you go. There's big last day of school vibes in here today. We've got 100% last show, analysts in here. First ever snake draft. Summertime. It's going to be fun. Huge. All right, Josh, lead us off. Josh has the first pick, as determined by not Papa Shot, but in-studio hoop shot order. All right. With the first overall pick in the summer thing draft, I will take something I learned from the pro to my right right here, Brent Axe. I'm going to go with taking Fridays off. Taking Fridays off. Now, not everybody takes Fridays off. <laughs> Relatable, Josh. Here's the thing. Why does Uncle Brent take every Friday off in the summer? Because we can't. Because I can't. <laughs> That's why. Taking Fridays, but I like where you're going here. Long weekends. Mm-hmm. Everybody blows off Friday afternoon, just kind of like, let's get to the lake. Let's get to mm-hmm. where we got to go. Let's do our thing. First pick, though. Lauren, is that first pick worthy over so, there? I think if you had said summer Fridays, I would have judged you a little bit because that's not as strong as maybe some of these picks that are going to come. But just a straight-up not going to work on Friday, that's right. bold. That's a three-day weekend every weekend. That's getting you to the shore, getting you to the lake without as much traffic. The best. So I think that's pretty strong. I also would like to note, though, that you are fully a student. And do you have a full-time job right now? I'm working for him. I get Fridays off because he gets Fridays off. Yeah, so there we go. I I think that plays into a little factor based on your time and place. Because if you're a full-time employee taking Fridays off, do do you have that in your contract? Like, how are you negotiating? I'm thinking about money. Yeah, exactly. We're going to fit that in. He just gets to ride my coattails (laughs) on that. All right, taking Fridays off. Long weekend. Okay. So I have the second pick. Okay, and with the second pick in the Mount Rushmore draft. Of all things summer, I select grilling. That was the pick grilling. I was going to take from That's you. Good. I knew you were going to try yep. and take that from me. I'm not going to let you take that from me. Uh, it was I, either that or the air conditioning thing. But I'm no. like, no, wait a minute. No, this is this is not. I, I was going to take a, grilling first overall just to take it from you out of spite, but I had to do the Fridays off. Can you grill any time of the year? Yes, but when is it really ever present? Mm-hmm. Summertime, right? So I'm I just I'm going with grilling just in general. I grilling. confirm there was a first round grade on grilling on my draft. Got to be. You right? taking grilling with your first overall pick so was maybe great. the safest bet ever. <laughs> 100% because let's go to the analyst. Why so, why was that such an easy pick? Grilling's great because we're talking about a lot of smells and a lot of scents going on. So that's mixing with the nice weather can of I, summer. Can, can I just can I just interject here, Lauren? Yes. Because we did a, a barbecue draft a few oh, weeks ago. Oh, there we go. And this one drafted a scent. You drafted but the smell? Not draft. the scent you think. The smell of but fire. Not the oh, s- 
He's fire. Better. No, 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 no. That's a great. That's Thank a you. great draft. That is not a great draft. A hundred percent. Smell the food. No, no, no. The smell of fire is a wonderful. <laughs> not smell. at a barbecue. But not at a barbecue. Not at a barbecue. Wait, I, mm, oh. I'm gonna go. Mm. I will. I, I will I expose. Me I'm gonna one. expose myself a little bit. Oh. I am a vegetarian. So for me, barbecuing means something a little different than okay. the average grill, the average barbecue. You can grill vegetables. There's a certain vegetable that I I'm, I, I don't want to take from anyone that is in season during the summer, great on a grill. Just give it away. So it's fine. I mean, no, I didn't I didn't say what it was. <laughs> but as a vegetarian, I support that. Even can though I, I'm not okay. eating the burgers, even though I'm not eating the hot dogs, I support that. Okay. Can I just say, if yeah. anyone drafts one specific vegetable in the summer things draft... That's a terrible pick. I don't think so. I feel like if there's, there's an elite food and it happens to be a vegetable, there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, you got to round out the shish kebab with good vegetables. Yeah. It's not just meat. It's grilling. Okay. It's grilling. Because you agreed with him on that while Jackson picks, I'm going to go in and change your grade. <laughs> <laughs> the smell Excellent. of fire is an at, elite smell. Not at a barbecue. But not We're moving on. at a barbecue. But we move on. Jackson has the third and the fourth pick because this which is, is a exciting, snake draft. Which is Very exciting. exciting. Now, if you're going to be on brand as possible and take grilling, I'm going to be as on brand as possible and just take baseball. We'll get that one out of the way. Okay. Yep. Good Great pick. pick. Very best, fair. best summer sport soundtrack to my summer. Uh, is you know set your watch by at seven o'clock every night. What time is the game on? Sometimes the you boys like, of do summer, else, the game the of summer. It's all summer. Going to a game too. Baseball. Yeah, going to baseball. Great, uh, great. Jordan and I had a great time at the Syracuse Mets a couple weeks ago, watching them blow a five-run lead. It was two-dollar <laughs> beers on Thursdays. Doesn't get much better. All right, so second that pick, fourth pick, fourth overall, pick. your second. Pick. Now. If some nights during the summer I like to listen to baseball on the radio and head somewhere else, and the number one place I would want to head during that time is the beach. So I will be taking the beach fourth over. I mean, he's winning the draft now. I think so. Yeah. Lauren, I, I want pick. your analysis here, but baseball on the beach? Okay. We're really cruising now. <laughs> I'm going to show some West Coastness. I'm from the inland Pacific Northwest. Okay. So we don't have inland. beaches. Gotcha. I can't go to the ocean. So I'm... I wish you would have from Seattle like two and a half, like four and a half hours. So I'm far. I wish you would have said like going to a beach because beaches to me is the ocean. But what about lakes? I feel like you're really missing. Still on the board. You can't. You can't have beaches and lakes. I think going to going to a beach. You can go to a beach of a lake. I think the wording there is missed an opportunity. You're rolling your eyes at me. I just not the same thing. A beach. I don't know. I feel like just not the same thing. I think beach, I think ocean, I think as the someone smell of from salt and one of the best beach towns in the country, not the same thing. Going I to understand the beach, that, but like right? a lot of people can't go to Understood. the beach, you but know? A most most I would say a lot of people can't, can't go, go to the beach. Absolutely. Here but in Syracuse folks are driving pretty far to get to. Like Green absolutely. Lakes, that's a fake beach. Absolutely. Max. It's technically a beach, but it's a fake beach. Fake beach. Lauren wants me to take Green Lakes, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Still plenty on the board here. Hey, exactly. Right. We never know what your seventh pick I think Jackson just, just took the lead. I but feel great. plenty of picks to go here. So I have the fifth pick. Uh, I actually have an audio sample of the fifth pick, so I'll turn off uh, the microphones briefly here so those without headphones can hear. Selected Will Smith, Summertime. 
Now, there's a lot of great summer songs. <laughs> summer so wind. Right? Frank Sinatra would probably be the other uh, winner there. That's it, man. You hear that song? Let's go. It incorporates all the summer things. You know it's summer. You can't listen to that song any other time of the year. Give me Will Smith and Summer Summer. Summertime. All right. I don't know how this is going to get back to me, but I'll take it. With the my second pick in the Summer Things draft, I will be selecting. Let's keep it simple. What's the best day of summer? Fourth of July. Fourth of July. And everything July. that entails. Yep. We'll probably do a Fourth of July draft in two weeks. And by taking the 4th of July, I get everything that we select in that draft in two weeks. Uh, technically the only holiday in the summer, right? Juneteenth is technically spring. Yeah, oh, yeah that's true. Uh, Labor August. Day, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I, technic, but yeah. Labor yeah. Day is like summer's old. Right. That's the end of summer. That's so depressing. The right. summer holiday. So There's nothing in August, yeah. right? So fireworks barbecue it, like you said Lauren incorporates a, a lot of the summer things it's into an encapsulating it holiday. okay mm-hmm. it's a strong pick people uh, lighting off fireworks at all times of the night on days it's not the 4th of July one of the most annoying things about summer <laughs> that's correct we saw a couple of those this <laughs> yep. weekend We've there you go some, there you some go casual right. sunday night fireworks we are, it was a Juneteenth celebration yeah we have to stay here with Josh cuz this is the snake draft so he has picked 6 and pick 7 with here the 7th pick in the draft I will be selecting sandals. It's sandal season. Got to enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Okay. I do not agree with that one. There's a lot of things that I like about the summer, and I would not put seeing other people's toes as like, very hot. No, I'm not saying watching other people wear sandals. When you talk about I'm sandals, I, I say this as someone in Birkenstocks right now. I don't want toes. I, the less toes I see, the better. Understood. But, but are you very comfortable thing. in your Birkenstocks right now? Yes, but I'm also the Would type you wear of those in the winter? In Syracuse? No. Where I'm from back home? See. Have I worn a Birkenstock in the summer? Yeah. This was in the not winter, a specific Syracuse summer draft. Yeah. But, like, come on. Like, there's some dopes that wear their sandals yes. in the middle of winter. Just stop. Right. There's only a few so you can break out the sandals. I will say, though, for guys, the likelihood of, like, freeing the toe is pretty low. Like, you can only do that during the summer. Right. Women are often wearing shoes that, you know. True. Open-toed. Your toe. open-toed yeah. shoes. Yep. I wear heels a lot, even okay. during the wintertime. So, you know what, Josh? I'll... I'll I still don't think it should have been your third pick. But also, here's the other subject that hasn't come up with yet. Seventh pick. I haven't gotten the guts to wear my Burks to work yet. I don't know if I'm going to. I don't know if you would judge me if I did. Please don't. Was this gutsy <laughs> for me? To, am I just showing up in Burks right now? Just actually super gutsy? I don't. Even, I respect I, it. Okay. I respect it. You don't have to show up tomorrow. And that's true. Deal yeah. with I the don't need to it. see any follow but back. Please from, don't. Okay. Don't, no. Don't. <laughs> okay. No. Understood. Okay. Back over to me. With the eighth overall pick. I don't know how you're going to follow up sandals. That's going to be <laughs> tough. But uh, I am actually going to take a cue from our analyst who brought it up earlier. Yes. Now, it's very specific. Okay. Go into the lake. Mm. Go into the lake. Mm-hmm. You know someone who's got a lake house, has a camp somewhere. You go to a campsite on the lake. Specifically here in central New York, we have lots of lakes. We can go to go into the lake, distinct summer thing. 
and everything that comes with it. That's a good pick. We're missing an obvious pick that I'm hoping is going to come back to me. Continue. We'll see. Um, But because it's snake draft time, Jackson with the next two two picks. Time to to close out strong. Uh, Now, this one is maybe the most summer thing of them all. It's just drinking outside. Boom. Easy. Um, I feel like I just turn in my draft card and don't even have to say it. Yeah, hard to argue with I that. Don't, I don't like that pick. You don't like it? I don't like that pick as a summer thing. I feel like you could drink outside in the fall at tailgates. I feel like in central New York, we're drinking outside in the winter. And it's just... You can Even do that if you're doing you it want. during other seasons, when you think of your memories from any given summer, you're thinking about a lot of times. I feel you like drank that outside. kind of falls into one of my picks. Grilling going to oh outside. Well, going it, to it the falls lake. in with my beach. It falls in on the lake. I don't know. Yeah. I think we staple. have the smell of smoke pick of this draft. Oh, that's ridiculous. I drinking would say though, outside. drinking out sandals is worse. But drinking outside. In the summer, there's a beauty to a cold beer in your hand that you don't get in the right. fall. I, I agree with because that. Because you can have okay. the true, actual, a chill, grabbing it out of the cooler is hits different in the summer than it does in the fall. I almost feel like that's part of baseball, too. Like, some of these things <laughs> are, are kind of meshing together. But, hey, it's your pick. That's Dude, what I'll, a summer is. It's all these good things I meshing together. I don't know. That is a summer right there. Sandals was worse. But. <laughs> uh, and finally, Becker, you pick 10. Finally, I am going to take the vegetable teased earlier because it is such an integral part of my summer times and that is corn on the cob bad pick. corn on the cob, corn bad on pick. The cob. great pick Elite. i don't agree great there's a lot left on the pick. board that you, uh, you pick sandals you so pick sandals <laughs> a good pick i think corn on the cob <laughs> it's Elite, i teased it earlier absolutely delicious on the grill also you grill some corn cut it off Add it to a side salad. Now Let's we're go. talking multiple dynamic things going on. And again, this wasn't a Syracuse draft, but we live here and kind of things come back to it. There's only like a month around here mm-hmm. when the corn, corn is, good. is good, like local corn. You can always truck it in from somewhere, but those specific spots, those those farm stands that people go to around here, like there's like a sweet spot, like a month, a literally month. sweet spot. I sweet eat corn. it every exactly. I eat it every single darn day. So great pick. You eat corn every day for a month? <laughs> so what? In the summer? In the summer, yeah. yeah. bro. You're mixing it in. Yeah. Hell I, yeah. I cannot eat corn on the cob unless I know I will have immediate access to dental floss. Now, I am up next, and look, there's a lot of things I could pick here. This is also a food item. All right? Technically, like drinking outside, can you do this any time of the year? Mm-hmm. But... I did pick this in another draft, if I recall, too. Salt potatoes. Oh. Summer is salt potato season. Okay. I feel like I could have picked your draft for you without. Yeah. <laughs> I, these I, the most four you guys, picks of all Yes, possible. I'm predictable. <laughs> I've mentioned all say, these picks in other drafts. I'm surprised that you didn't pick spending more time with my family oh. <laughs> because kids are oh. off school. You know, you're not, you're off on Friday. That was my that was my basic. Brent Axe picks. Now, today was the last day of school. And um, it's just the four of us here, right? In safe space. <laughs> okay, it's this safe space. Yeah. When does school start again? <laughs> <laughs> when does school start again? <laughs> Count the days. Count the days. But uh, look, salt potatoes are the key ingredient to the summer barbecue. You could, I 
Could have gone with the Hoffman hot dogs. Could have gone with some other things. But that just tells me it's summer. Because I would never eat a salt potato in October, Brent. Just no chance. You it's can, but it doesn't feel the same. The, like drinking outside. Not there's feel. just a different connotation. That's right. Salt potato. Salt potato. With the last pick, I will also be selecting something that you can do at other times. But summertime's the time for it. Guys, it's golf season. If I didn't get baseball, I was picking golf. It's golf sure. season. I'll give how you did, that. How did we not take that? I'll give you that. Josh, do you want to show some of the viewers online how you <laughs> how we know that it's golf season? Do you have any way that we could see? Oh, yeah. No, it's it's not great right now. <laughs> yeah, Check the, the, the left hand. I like the left hand glove hand. just as well, too. Yeah, apparently, I have a gloved hand as well. That's uh, another that's great. That's not an apparent. That is a, that is a definite. It's not that bad. That's a great undrafted free agent. Farmer's tan. Oh, <laughs> the, the summer farmer's tan, right? I would also tie sandals in with a great sandal tan if you're actually having a great day. sandal tan. Love great. a good sandal tan. We need a break on that note. That is the Mount Rushmore summer draft. Stay right there. We're back after this. Here it is. A cool, slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the norm. Just a little something to break the monotony.